Your repetitions are your reputation. Just playing some basketball with uh, Pooh Richardson who coaches me and trains me and he said that's, that's what he lives by. And I was thinking, you know, everybody goes to the gym once. Everybody works out once. Everybody starts a business once. It's not once that matters, it's repetition. Arnold Schwarzenegger, I read his uh, autobiography. I haven't yet read it, it's an amazing book. No matter what your opinion of Arnold Schwarzenegger. And he said he learned a long time ago it's reps and sets, whoever does the most. And in the modern world, so many people are preaching shortcuts, and I'm all for learning as fast as you can, but at the end of the day, muscle memory only comes from repetition. I see all these people are like, they launch a business, doesn't go right as well, uh, as well as they think, and they get discouraged. I think 70% of people I read in the United States think about becoming an entrepreneur. I'm not sure the statistics on what percentage of them actually pull it off, but I'm sure not more than 20%. There's about 20 million, actually it's a little less than that. There's about 20, 30 million small businesses in the US. And most people aren't willing to put in the repetitions. And uh, John Calipari, the University of Kentucky coach, used to say to all his players, I'll leave the lights on in the gym after practice. And one player said, why do you do that? You know, we're gonna overtrain. And he said, well, somewhere out there in America, in another court, in another gym, after another practice, some kid's gonna practice. After everybody else goes home, he's gonna train harder, more repetitions. And he told, John Calipari told his student, he said, one day you're gonna meet that kid on the court and you're gonna lose. And most people are overly optimistic about themselves. And there's nothing wrong with positive thinking, but the positive thinking has to be, if I put in the repetitions, then I'll get the reward. Not, I don't have to put in the repetitions just because I love myself. You might love yourself, but the economy, the capitalistic economy, or basically any eco economy, even a communistic, socialistic one, it has no forgiveness. It basically tells the truth about your skill level. You look in your bank account, that's probably your skill level at making money. And I'm, people get mad when I say that, but I'm like, well, what else are you gonna go by? Imagination, delusion, the fact that your mother loves you. Your mother might love you, but it doesn't mean people are gonna open up their checkbook and pay you money for your product unless your product is good. And all the products that are out there, for the most part, they're good, you know? I was just trying on these new shoes. Let's see if I can pull my leg up. These are the new Penny Hardaway, Nike. And uh, um, Phil Knight, who started Nike, he makes a good shoe. Kobe Bryant says to make these shoes, you know, they got these facilities, he comes in, they have all these scientists, it's a badass shoe. And it works, and it's an affordable cost, 100, 200 bucks, you're getting something that's designed by 100 PhDs and scientists. Phil Knight earned his billions. Now, I don't know if he's, I don't know his complete story, but I know that that story is over and over, and it's your best bet in life. People are gonna tell you lots of stuff. They're gonna tell you the secret is just positive affirmations, looking yourself in the mirror and saying, by golly, I love myself. Well, then you can pay yourself. But if you want other people to pay you for what you do, you better be good and you have to train. And that's where people go wrong. They let their optimism, their, it becomes their optimism is the, what they count on. And like I said, nobody really cares about your optimism except you. So you can use it as inner fuel to drive yourself, but at the end of the day, if you and what you're doing is not a finished product, like a sculptor who takes a rock, starts with this big, you know, faceless rock and chisels it down and chisels it down and goes to bed and sleeps on it and studies other great sculptors and trains and trains and trains until he creates 
a masterpiece, you know, like Michelangelo or any great artist. And you have to think of yourself like that as the artist of your own life. And all great artists, people don't realize Pablo Picasso created 50 to 60,000 pieces of art, tapestries, you know, paintings. And most people just think, oh, he came up with these, we remember maybe only five or 10 pieces of his art. And we don't realize that those five or 10 were the product of the 50 or 60 that he trained, uh, 50 or 60,000 that he trained on. If you do the math on that, he lived to his, I think, 70s or 80s, and he started in his teens. He was producing constantly. My hands are all black from playing basketball. I do wash my hands, just literally, I just came off the court right there. So when I think about something that I want, it doesn't matter whether it's business, happiness. The Dalai Lama trains six hours a day in meditation. He wakes up at three in the morning, trains till four, uh, seven in the morning. That's four hours in the morning, he does a couple hours at night. And he's a happy man, but he didn't just inherit happiness. He didn't just find himself happy. He trained his brain to be able to be still, to be able to focus, to be able to push out thoughts that weren't, self, that weren't serving his best interests. And the next thing you know, his life is like that sculpture. So get in there, train in the, in the gym, in the mental gym of your brain. Uh, train against people better than you so that it exposes your weaknesses and your flaws. Sometimes I train by myself and I start to get a big head. And then you go out and you train against somebody better than you. You know, I played one-on-one. -on -one. Last month was pretty cool. I got to play Chris Paul, went down to Clipper, Clippers and played him horse. And you see, he's the big leagues. One of the Lakers, Metal World Peace, came here, played one-on-one -on -one out here. You see, he's in the big leagues. And all of a sudden, it resets your barometer. Instead of being optimistic, what you actually do is you get, a, you get a healthy dose of pessimism coupled with healthy optimism, where you go, this is attainable if I push myself as hard as I can. And if you don't push yourself, then you'll be pushed out. That's how I always think about it. So there's always a choice. There's always pushing happening. 7.3 billion people want the good life. 7.3 billion people in this world want to have, I think there's about 195 countries, something like that in the world. Each of them has hopes and dreams and each of them wants to do what you want to do. And there's room for more than one person to do. It's not a winner takes all system, but it's harder than you think to create a real masterpiece of your life. And as Thoreau said, the mass of men lead lives of quiet desperation. What is called resignation is confirmed desperation. Most people resign themselves to being pretty good. I always tell the HR people who run my company, I said, just bring me two kind of people and fire the rest. Currently they're amazing or we can see them becoming amazing. That's it, you wanna work for me, that's what you do. If you're good, if you're what I expect, I can find that anywhere. You bring me the amazing people. Bring me the titans, like the movie 300. I just need 300. You can take over the business world. You can take over whatever it is you want. You don't even need 300. Warren Buffett <clears throat> trained under Benjamin Graham. Warren Buffett started training himself at seven years old to be an investor. Started reading by 12 years old. He had read every book in the Omaha, Nebraska library school system. The librarians are like, we're out. We got no more books. He was 12. I wish somebody would have pushed me to train my brain and my investment skills then. I had to learn it the hard way, much later. And then he went and he trained under Benjamin Graham at 18 years old. Benjamin Graham was the founder or the father of modern day stock market analysis. And when Warren Buffett graduated, then he went to work for him, more years training, 
he came out, I think around 27, 28, and he said, you know, I thought everyone was gonna be amazing in the world. I thought everybody had trained themselves and pushed themselves. But he said, I got out there in the big bad world and it was like I was alone. And by his 30s, he was a multi-millionaire. By his 50s, he was a billionaire. You know, 60s or 70s, he was the richest man in the world. It's not about being the richest man in the world. It's about meeting and exceeding what everybody else thought you would do. And when you do that, it brings a lot of happiness, self-fulfillment. A lot of people want to be fulfilled without working for it. There is no fulfillment. You can try every yoga trick, every meditation trick, every Eastern philosophy trick. It's in your DNA. And if you try to fight DNA, DNA is God. If you're religious, then you would agree with that statement. If you believe in, if you're, you know, believe in Islam or Christianity or Judaism or Taoism, Shintoism, you know, you're the creature of God and creature uh, as a creature, your DNA, your blueprint comes from God. So you're built that way. So don't try to fight it. No matter what any modern guru tries to tell you. If you're an atheist, then what else are you going to do? We know that if you take a little kid, five-year-old kid, three-year-old kid, you put them in a room with Legos, they start building. Humans are built to build and grow and push themselves. And this is where fulfillment comes from. Try it. Try to do nothing with your life and just try to sit there and meditate and tell me if you're happy. You can have delusional happiness, but not true happiness. The people that I know that are the happiest, they found their limits and they tested them. And they tested them and they push themselves and every day becomes a little bit of a competition with yourself. You don't have to gauge yourself against other people, although it is good somewhat to train against other people because it resets your barometer, but don't listen. There's a lot of bullshit out there. Mark my words, I've tested a lot of things. I've done a lot of experiments. People see me with Ferraris and Lamborghinis. And Hey, I lived two and a half years with the Amish, no electricity. I lived eight years with no indoor plumbing. I've tried non-materialism. I lived in India. I've been around the world. I've tested it. It's not materialism or lack of materialism because non-materialism becomes an idol just like materialism. I meet some hippie people. They're more in love with themselves than people here in Beverly Hills. The only people that I find to be interesting people are the people that are competing with their own capacity and their own potential. Then you find someone interesting. Then you find somebody not self-satisfied. You find somebody who, who pushes themselves to the pinnacle. And then they're not in the mass of men that leave lives of quiet desperation. They become the titans. They become the people that push the human race forward. And if you look through history, there's always only a handful, a remnant, small remnant of people that rise above the status quo. And for me, you might disagree. That's what I believe. And there's a lot of good science. And if you try it, you'll see from personal experience, what else are you gonna do in life? Make believe? There's nothing wrong with self-love, but you should love this sculpture that's within the, the rough hewn rock. You know, people love the rock that's just a rock. You gotta uncover the sculpture underneath. Once you have that sculpture, then you start to look and you go, man, I didn't know I had that in me. I didn't know I had that in me. And then other people start to look to you as an example. And then you know what? I said the purpose of life is to win and to help others win. That's it, two things. You win and you bring a lot of uh, other people along for the ride. You do that, you'll have the good life. Health, wealth, love, happiness, personal fulfillment. You'll have plenty of money. You have plenty of uh, respect, earned and deserved respect. Um, you'll find love. You'll find that social status. And uh, you'll feel a lot better physically, too. Anyway, that's my two cents.
by the way, check my Snapchat because I'm posting a lot of behind the scenes stuff and uh, giving away two cars. All you gotta do is follow me on Snapchat. It's Ty Lopez, the number one. I'm about ready to give away the first two cars. It's a three year lease, Jeep, Mustang, Camaro, Prius, about seven cars you can choose from. And if your friend wins, I'll give you one too. So I'm giving away two cars, it's pretty cool. Snapchat, Ty Lopez one. Leave a comment on a one to 10, how hard are you pushing yourself? to f uncover this sculpture, this potential. Are you like the Dalai Lama? Are you like Arnold Schwarzenegger? Are you like Michael Jordan? Are you stepping out from the masses? Leave me a comment. Talk to you soon.